Welcome back, Imaginers. On today's episode, we're going to continue my series on goal planning. And in today's episode and in the next episode, I'm going to walk you through some of the tactics that I take not only to plan my goals, but to make my success inevitable. In fact, I like to call it success inevitability. And I'm going to focus on that concept in today's episode so that you are armed with what you need for the next episode, which will be the tactical planning, actually putting it on your calendar, and then again, making that success inevitable by applying what I'm going to teach you today. So what is success inevitability? For me, it's thinking back on those times in my life when something happened because I had put the things in place to make them happen. We know from Newton's law that bodies in motion stay in motion, and there is a forward motion that happens when you continue to do the same thing to reach your goal over and over. What I see in so many of my clients, and and I certainly used to be this way as well, is they will attempt something once and then tell me that it didn't work. <laughs> or even a couple of times, and they'll tell me this isn't working. And 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 I know from understanding my own brain and their brain that that is the efficiency part of our motivational triad. Our brains always are looking for ways to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient. And that efficiency kicks in when we attempt to do something and then we decide it's not working because our brain often will tell us this is not efficient. And so the way that that translates is this isn't working. But I want to tell you a story about overcoming that lowest part of our brain. And if you've listened to my episodes, you know that I often go back to childhood because there are so many natural tendencies that we have in childhood that unfortunately get sort of conditioned out over time by many of our societal beliefs, many of our families, friends, teachers, parents, who with the best of intention give us advice or wisdom or teachings that unfortunately root out some of these natural instincts. So when I was about 12 years old, I was in gymnastics and we were working on doing front walkovers. And there were some things in gymnastics that came more easily to me. This was not one of them. I remember thinking, how can you be on one leg while you're attempting to move forward 
and end up on the other side and somehow get your body to have not only the the strength but the muscle memory to not fall over <laughs> or not fall down. And in my class, I remember our teacher kept saying, it just takes practice. And I thought, I don't think she understands how my body works. My body seems to be resisting that it just takes practice. But she would just tell us over and over and over again, it simply takes practice. Your brain and your body simply need to align. And that just takes time. And in this process, she would show us the technique by using someone who could already do a front walkover. And I would try to study how the other people were that could do them were doing it. Maybe my foot was in the wrong place, or maybe my hand wasn't pushing off fast enough. But I couldn't figure out how to apply what I saw in them in myself. And herein lies the wisdom. We often need to use our own approach to find success, to reach the goal that we're setting. And that usually comes from some thought in our head that goes something like, it just takes practice. I just need to keep at it. I can do this. And so I decided in that 12-year-old brain, I had some inclination that I was just going to believe the teacher and practice the thought, my body will figure out how to do this. And I continued believing her and kind of borrowing that belief for myself. And I fell many times. I would feel my body almost getting there, but then it wouldn't work out. And if you've ever seen a front walkover done, there's not a lot of halfway. <laughs> there's sort of only you're either doing the front walkover or you're not. And if you're not, usually it's some form of falling. But I continued to practice and I continued to believe her that eventually my body would figure out how to do it and that somehow it just took practice. And I can still in my 12-year-old brain remember the moment that I did the front walkover and it felt like magic. I remember being on the other side of it and thinking, I just did a front walkover. How was that possible? It was possible because of success inevitability. I'm sure each of you can find examples in your own life where you created success inevitability. And I guarantee you, when you created that success inevitability, there was a thought that was driving it, or a couple of thoughts, many thoughts, potentially. And again, a lot of those thoughts that we used to have instinctually or that someone offered to us and we believed, we have kind of rooted out. It is so appealing in our modern society 
to be efficient. Think about all of the aspects of our life that are focused on efficiency. Even something as simple as most of the streaming services simply auto play the next episode. You don't even have to push a button. In fact, you have to usually stop the forward motion if you don't want to watch the next episode by canceling. So much of our society these days is set up for everything to be easy and simple and without effort. And our brains love that. Think about the motivational triad. Efficiency is one of three legs of the stool. And efficiency also feels pleasurable to our brain. And it's also easy, which makes it less painful. So you can imagine that anything that doesn't feel efficient, that doesn't feel pleasurable, that creates some kind of pain, even if that's mental pain, our brains try to avoid. But again, I promise you that there are times in your past that you created success and inevitability by either borrowing some thoughts or beliefs from someone else or instinctively creating them on your own. So I want you to think about something that you have been meaning to do, attempting to do, wanting to do. And I want you to ask your brain, if I didn't complete the thing or didn't attempt the thing, whatever the thing is, why is that? And as always, we're going to ask that question with love and compassion and curiosity, just like if we were talking to our best friend. So I remember you said you were going to take up X, whatever X is, or attempt Y, whatever Y is. How's that going? Think about the loving way a friend or family member would ask you, how's that going? Out of pure curiosity and love and interest in you. I want you to use that lens when you're asking your brain what is it, brain, that you've come up with that is the obstacle? And normally it's a chorus of something like, we've tried this and it didn't work. That seems too hard. I don't know how to do this, right? And I could have told my 12-year-old brain all of those things, and I did tell it some of those things, right? My body doesn't work the way theirs work. I don't think I understand how to do this. My body must not be able to do a front walkover. But I believed my teacher when she said, you just have to practice. And that simple shift in what I was thinking made my success inevitable. Now, there's going to be some outliers, right? 
if you're not seven feet tall and you want to be able to dunk by having a minimal vertical leap, that's going to be a little more challenging, right? Although anything is possible. But what I want you to think about, because your brain, the reason I bring that up is because your brain is always going to look for the outliers. Because again, it is so driven for efficiency that even when you offer it up, it just takes practice. You can do this. You're going to figure it out. Your brain is going to say, no, no, you're not seven feet tall. You're not a unicorn. We need a silver bullet. This is going to take too long. So I want you to know that that's going to happen and challenge your brain when it does, right? With love and curiosity and compassion. Sometimes I tell my brain, I see you and I know that you think you're helping me by being efficient, avoiding pain and seeking pleasure, but we can do this. And how do I know that? Because of all the things that I've done in the past. Our brains love evidence. So oftentimes using something from your past can help build a bridge to the future goal or thing that you want to go after. Success inevitability. So I want to start flooding your brain for the next couple of weeks until the next episode with this concept. Because I want you to think about all of the things that you've done in the past and how you made that success inevitable. The other example I always give my clients is, is most of them have a college degree, if not higher. And sometimes I'll say, well, what made you finish school? Well, that's just what you do. You start something and you finish it. Mm, interesting. Tell me more about that. <laughs> and there was a thought or a belief system, right, that fueled that success inevitability. And we want to use all of those thoughts and beliefs to create a companion for the elements of your goals. In the next episode, we're going to attach a belief system, a thought, a reason, an outcome to the elements of your goals so that when those tactics come up on your calendar and your brain says, we don't want to do this, this is a terrible idea, then we have a thought, a belief, a reason, an outcome that was created ahead of time to help overcome that lower primal brain that's always going to be pushed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient. So in the, in the couple weeks ahead until the next episode, I want you to think again about your childhood, your formative years. Maybe it was something recent that you achieved, my clients achieve. <laughs> the amount of things my clients achieve and are changing the world with are phenomenal. So many of them toss it around as if, well, anyone can do that. No, we were each given a very specific purpose in this life. And our only job is to identify what it is and move toward it. Think about those success and inevitability stories because I want to have those ready and available in the next episode as we 
begin to take your all of your plans, all of your goals, all of your desires that we have thought about in the last several episodes and make them inevitable by creating plans. You know that I'm cheering you on to the life and career of your wildest dreams. I can't wait to hear about your success and inevitability stories, and we're going to use those to propel you forward. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined.